we do have a final. Reds 11, Guardians 7. And that was Talking Baseball. It is overtime with Jonathan Pino. And now we go out to our Browns insider. His name is Daryl Ryder. Brought to you by Scheiben Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. I don't know, Daryl. I don't think the Guardians, I don't think they've earned anything more than that, like three seconds right there. That's it. Uh, that season died a uh, painful death about a month and a half ago. Yeah, I think tomorrow's going to be a resurgence of Guardians conversations with it being Tito's last home game. I got a feeling that one's going to, we're going to have like 24 hours of, uh, I, I, I don't know. How much can you possibly say about the time here with Tito and the way that it ends when there's Browns football to be talked about, Daryl? I, I don't know that's going to be that much. Well, I, look, I mean, uh, I, I think that uh, Tito deserves a tremendous amount of uh, respect from fans. Sure. Uh, for what he was able to do in his 11 seasons here. The team, uh, outside of really two of the seasons, uh, was uh, competitive and in it and, uh, you know, playoff contender. Um he had him in the postseason a couple of times, came within uh, a whisker of uh, ending the World Series drought, and I think that that's probably the the, the biggest regret from that uh, you know, era is that uh, they didn't get it done. Uh, came close, didn't get it done, and uh, quite frankly, I don't know if it's ever going to happen now. Um, I, I kind of feel like that 2016 was their best shot at it, and... Um, uh, I, I just I, I, I don't see a path forward where they become World Series contenders again without him uh, in the dugout uh, because uh, was he a perfect manager? No, but I think fans are going to find out real fast how valuable he really was in that dugout in the clubhouse uh, to this organization, and they're going to have a very hard time finding someone to fill those shoes. Do you think he ever manages again? That's the question I keep asking myself. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that, uh, unfortunately, uh, his health has deteriorated to the point to where he he had to make this decision to retire. So, um, and unfortunately, he has to spend the the first portion of his retirement not enjoying life, but he has to spend it uh, in the hospital, uh, going through a, a variety of procedures to get him back in good health, mm. so that he can enjoy retirement. So. No, I don't think he manages again. Over under four Tito bobblehead dolls that you own. Well, here I'll tell you. Hang on. Give me I mean, I, it seems like I I even have like I, uh, think I need two you to can you can you stall was, for like yes. thirty seconds while I go count these things? Yes, I was going to banter within myself and I was going to talk here uh, because I, I think. All right, here I'll do I'll do some play by play here. Yeah, I have Tito I, I with got, the scooter. I have that one. Do you have that one? Yes, I have Tito on the scooter. I have Tito manager of the year. Oh yeah, I have that one as well. Yeah. Uh, hang on, let me look at the other cabinet. The other cabinet, I like this. I like it's such an impressive. I got display. three of them. You got three? That's well, good. I got, no, I got three cabinets full oh. of these things. <laughs> and it is like cool. eight and eight shelves per cabinet. So I need a moment. Yeah. Well, it's an it's an impressive background for the it's always game day in Cleveland YouTube uh, videos that you can watch. They're on YouTube now, in case you didn't know. I, I like your background. Uh, we got to work on Baskin's background a little bit, though. I think Baskin's got a. I think there was a time where I thought he had a really cool one. I think he had like a football helmet, some other things, and then I don't know. The most recent episode I watched of you guys, he did not have the coolest of backgrounds. So, but I don't think that was from his house. I think when he's got his basement set up, I think that's where it's dialed in. Yeah, I got the I got the scooter one. Yeah, those are the two I got. Those yeah. are the two. Okay. So yeah, I got two. Because I think those are the only two they made. That might be it. That might be it. I, I was again. I was hoping that there was. I was hoping maybe I had one you didn't have, 
so I could just offload one yeah, to you. I was going to say, please. Well, if you're looking to offload bobbleheads, yeah, just... Uh, not, not offload. It would be a kind gesture was the point. Oh, here. well, yeah. I'm just saying, you know, I'm, I am happy to uh, contribute to your marital bliss by taking your bobbleheads off your hands so your wife isn't mad at you anymore for having them. Well, there might be a day we actually do something like that. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Well, we have a room where they're just kind of... All my sports stuff goes into this one room that's just not... Yeah. It's not filled by anyone. See? What did I tell you before you got married? You were getting one room in the house got, plus the yeah. garage, and that was it. I Guess got, what I happened? Yeah, well, and then when we have another kid, that room is going to be gone, you see? Yeah. Huh? And yeah. so that's when the bobbleheads will probably have to go. You so got an attic? Point, uh, no, I don't have an attic. You no. got You got a basement? I got a basement with some crawl space. I have, I have a... Uh, I have... Space up top of the garage as well that I guess you could consider an attic, but it's not really an attic. Yeah, it, I have places I could put it, but I'm not gonna. I'd rather give it to you. Than, I might than need to visit the uh, the homestead there and see if we can't build you a man cave. You know, I'll take photos of these bobbleheads though, and you tell me if you don't have any of them, and if you don't have any of them, I'm glad we give you any that fills in. I All we right. have some unique ones. Oh, do you? Okay. Well, I, I I mean I don't know. Maybe you're. Like, I, can, I, I, I know. I can. These, I, I I can give them a good home. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if any, you know, get you excited, I'd, I'd, I I'd just, you'd um, be a good home for it. I know that. Uh, I just add Kid Cuddy, added him. Oh, uh, that's a great one. Uh, uh, Man Ram, the the uh, the Guardians had never uh, slash Indians had never done a Manny Ramirez bobblehead until this year, so I got a I got a Man Ram. I do have a couple of extras. Um, I was thinking about dropping them off in the studio, but then I, I've seen the can. I see the condition of that studio, and I don't know if I want to do that to these. No, I have to continually brush off the top of Tim Couch's head because he gets a lot of dust. That is the one bobblehead I do not have. Uh, the Browns have only done two bobbleheads since 1999: uh, Tim Couch and then the Joe Thomas consecutive snaps 10363 uh, bobblehead. You can't broker a trade for the Tim Couch one that I'm looking at. Yeah, well, uh, ask Andy. You 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 no, give a bobblehead for a bobblehead. Can I be honest with you? You don't want it. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Okay, yeah, it's it's not that great. It's not yeah, great no, guy. it doesn't really look like him at all. It, it, yeah, it doesn't look like him. He's in. You know, it, it's, it's more like more the stadium than the stadium. Tim. Yeah, it's yeah, weird. It, it, it's not a. Good it was in the olden days when bobbleheads they tried too hard. Yeah, well, so here's the thing too. So I added. Um, I don't know if I told you, during Hall of Fame weekend, I added the Jim Brown and the Joe Thomas bobbleheads. Oh, Hall nice. of Fame, yeah. The Hall of Fame bobbleheads. The problem is, Jimmy Brown looks like Jim Brown. Oh, uh, I saw the Joe Thomas the, one. The Joe Thomas oh, does, looks, nothing like, lo- looks nothing like Joe. Yeah, I saw like, that. It's like they just cast some dude and then put Joe Thomas's name on it. Yeah, I saw that. Um, so, a little disappointed in that one. But um, the well, Jim, he did, he did get the bust right, which I think is more important. Right, too. <laughs> right. Uh, but the the Jim Brown dead ringer for Jim Brown. Like when you look at it, yep, that's Jim Brown. Okay. <laughs> Ain't messing with that dude. Let me ask you this, Daryl. Uh, how would the Browns' defense look against the Dolphins' offense? Ooh, um, I don't know, but I'd pay good money to watch that show. I want that one tomorrow. Is what I want. Yes, I, yes, yes. I kept thinking. I, I would pay good money to watch that show because uh, no one sacks Tua at all these days. Um, he throws for a gazillion yards uh, every game. Uh, I, I would I would pay good money that I do not have to watch that football game. And guess what? Things keep going the way they're going. We just might get to see that game in January. It really could. I, I could easily I could easily see that being a playoff matchup for sure. But that, how about this? Cleveland Browns, Miami Dolphins, AFC Championship game. Well, did you see Micah Parsons just put out on uh, Micah Parsons does a he does a podcast right now, 
And he yeah, put, I can't keep up with all these podcasts. Everyone's got one. Everyone's <laughs> got one. But he, he had the Browns as third in the AFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, well, had, he had the Chiefs number two. He had the Dolphins number one. And he had the Bills number four. Yeah, see, I have the Chiefs one, the Dolphins two. I like that you kept the Chiefs on top, by the way. I feel like it's way too overreactionary. Yeah. Uh, how, how after five straight AFC title game appearances and three yeah, Super Bowls? I, I'm not. Do we y- boot him after three weeks? You, you got to knock him off the pedestal officially. Agreed. Agreed. Um, now, if they now, if, you know, we we get a month away and they got three or four losses, well, then I I get I can understand dropping them in the power rankings there, but uh, no, they're they're still going to be number number one. Um, I I like Miami as a number two. I don't know that the Browns are three though. Um, just from an offensive standpoint, they buy me. We don't even know if the Browns are the best team in their division yet. You know what I'm saying? I kind of think like Sunday's game against Baltimore is going to shape that picture a little bit for us. Um, but I would put the Browns in the top four in the AFC. I'd probably have them number four right now. Maybe Baltimore three. The outcome, if the Browns win Sunday, I bump the Browns up to three. And and obviously we drop Baltimore out of out of the top four there, but um, yeah, I, I'd have the right now. I think I got the Browns fourth in the AFC. Hmm, I like that. What what do you make of Baltimore so far this year? I know Lamar is trying to be more of a passing quarterback. They've had a lot of injuries. We've had some injuries. They've had a lot of injuries as well. Yeah, Dale. yeah. Well, they have, and uh, you know, look, they you know, let's not forget we've got the uh, disgruntled Browns unit over there, right? Uh, Jadavian Clowney <laughs> and Odell Beckham Jr. Okay, you excited uh, to talk to Jadavian Clowney again? Uh, I never had an issue with the guy. Um, I, I, and I, I'll be honest with you. I never had an issue with Odell until Odell's dad did what Odell's dad did. Um, uh, one executive of the year with that move. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> got his kid a Super Bowl ring. That's Good right. for him. That's right. I just, again, I, I'm old school. I, I think that there's a, a, a more manly way to handle that than on an Instagram account, but that's just me. Um, uh, but hey, got what he wanted out of it. And that was his kid out of Cleveland. And that's ultimately what ended up happening. But, um, yeah, I never had a real problem with either one of those guys. Uh, I mean, Odell, uh, for all the the talk of him being a bad teammate and a cancer in the locker room and all those things, right, when he came to the Browns, people were trying to warn us all just what an awful guy that he was. I, I never experienced that. I, I So personally, yeah. no, no issue with Odell Beckham Jr. Do I disagree with how he left Cleveland? A hundred percent. I thought it was a dirtbag way to leave. But um, I had no issue with the way up until that point he conducted himself his team look let's put it this way Jonathan he quit the team and all his teammates wanted him back except for the quarterback yeah. think about it. so that should tell you what you need to know about that situation if that if that makes sense yeah, I mean, and especially the wide receivers too. You know, they talk about him taking him. He he'd take him to their uh, his house that was basically like a it's like a Footlocker in his house, and be like, take whatever you want, just pick out things and do that. Yeah, you, you hear the story obviously about very him. generous, very very generous. Yeah, teammate. how about the the, I, the the mattress story is one of my favorite stories, right? Like uh, the, the mattress company comes by and they're like, hey Odell, we want to give you a mattress, and yeah. he says you can do it as long as you give everyone on the team a mattress as well. And then uh, you know here comes a big old truck, and then everyone on the team gets this like thousands of dollars worth of mattresses, and it just Little things like that, you know, and it, it, yeah, you're right. It didn't end. It didn't end particularly well, you know. Yeah, it didn't it didn't end well here in, in Cleveland. Uh, and again, he got an assist from family on that. But um, it's it's real hard for me to uh, to to speak ill of Odell at, as a teammate and as somebody within a building. 
Um, he is not a cancer on a team. Uh, he is not the attention H that he was always accused of being uh, and, and things like that. Like uh, the narrative that came out of New York versus what I observed when he was in Cleveland, polar opposites. Yeah, and I, you know, I just I read an article earlier today. Mark Andrews was talking about what a positive thing he is for that locker room, Odell. Right. And, and you know, the production hasn't really again. He's had injuries and he's dealt with some things, even with Baltimore at this early part of his time there. But yeah, and you know what? I mean, again, I can criticize his exit from Cleveland, but at the same time, I have a responsibility to be fair about him as a person and as a player, and 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 what his true impact behind the scenes was just because I don't like the way the guy left and I thought it was you know pretty childish um that that doesn't mean he was a bad because again the proof is in how his teammates speak about him and he he has been he was beloved here in Cleveland and he is beloved in that Baltimore locker room right now as well. Yeah, I guess since uh, we're now basically just a gossip website, uh, NFL fans with the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey <laughs> things, I, I should probably point out that. By the uh, way, you know what? Yeah. I, I have to chastise some people. Can oh, yeah? I do that for a moment? Can sure. I borrow your show to do of that? Of course, yeah. Um, listen, women watch football. Okay, so let's not act like that all of a sudden women around the country are discovering the National Football League. Because Taylor Swift is may or may not be dating Travis Kelsey. Okay, oh, yeah. for the longest time, was it forty five percent of the fan base is women? Right, and and I'm gonna, you know, I will admit, self report. I laughed at some of the memes out there trying to mansplain the sport of football <laughs> to the Swifties, but at the same time, I also have some female friends that are just downright offended by it because sure. they they watch football. So I just had to say that I women watch football, they consume it. Uh, they listen to our station. They li- they watch uh, you know uh, ESPN and the sports channels and consume podcasts and stuff like that. So let I mean you can have some fun with this Kelsey Swift thing, but let's not be a bunch of se- uh, sexist jerks about the thing. I did you, think the you know the, the NFL. I do know what you're saying. I thought the NFL for a while there, even though they were trying to help their own cause, I thought they kept shooting themselves in the foot with that. Like they kept doing these women's clinics that were just really. I just thought missed the boat in a lot of what they were really attempting to do. Right. And I, but now we're at a point again, like some of the recent data, like 45% of all NFL fans are women. Like it's very prevalent. Uh, yep. I was just going to say that Kim Kardashian apparently is dating o- Odell Beckham Jr. So like if you're an NFL player right now, now is the time. Now is the time. Apparently, if you want to date any celebrity out there, if you're an NFL player, just line up. Did Kim run out of NBA players to date? Yeah, they're shifting. I'm Everyone sorry. Was that wrong? Was that now? Was that inappropriate? I I apologize. That was really inappropriate. I mean, I'm sorry. No, I, you're fine. I apologize. You're fine. Send your hate mail to. You Never know, mind. I once passed Chloe at the uh, down down below for a. I will. Uh, yeah. Well, so I. Uh, she was I, very nice. Well, I I can't share my uh, Kardashians nice. uh, stories at the arena with you on the air. I will text them to you off the air, share them with you the next time I bump into you. Um, uh, I also share my Beyonce story with you. You have a Beyonce story. I, I do have a Beyonce story. It also involves Jay Z. You have a Beyonce and Jay Z story again. It's a story I can't tell on the air. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> What is like the juiciest thing you've ever told me, and you can't share it on oh, the air? It's called the tease. Oh, it's not. A, it's not a tease if you only pay it off to me. There's listeners yeah, out I there know. that are like, "What? What episode? Sorry, of it's people. always game day in Cleveland. Do they have to listen to?" 
Um, it, it ain't going to be on that podcast either. <laughs> oh, man. Daryl does not need any letters uh, from... I can't imagine how a From Jay-Z... anyone with an ESQ abbreviation in I there. can't imagine how a Jay-Z, Beyonce, back and forth with Daryl Ryder goes. I can't even imagine. It was brief. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I, I didn't imagine that. They were like, hey... Uh, you should come visit us in the Hamptons. We no, really loved your hour that we spent with Daryl Ryder. Just yeah, chopping they, it up. yeah didn't, I did not get invited to the yacht <laughs> or the, uh, the the beach house, no. There are a couple people at the station. I could see that happening. Though. Oh, yeah. One of them hosts the morning show. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Or co-host the morning show, I should say. Really, both of those could be. I know you're going for Vima there, but either one of them. No, I not, not, can't see. No, that, no, no. I, I, I don't know. I don't think Ken would want to. Go. I don't think. I just. I can't envision Ken in that environment. I think people would be infatuated with Ken. Lima I don't wholeheartedly. Think, I don't think Ken would want to go. Is the thing. I think Lima's got the tan and the. He's got it. He totally could. I mean, maybe not so much now that he's you know married with children, but you know, a couple of years ago as the slippery wizard. Oh, he absolutely. I could envision him on uh, somebody's yacht somewhere. And for all we know, he was. Yeah, I hope he was. <laughs> I did too. I hope he was. All right, well, Daryl, this is this has been a pleasure. Uh, at some point, I can't wait to maybe potentially give you some bobbleheads in exchange for some Jay Z and Beyonce stories. <laughs> oh, this one's a good one. Let me tell you. <laughs> All right, first time. N- next time I see you in person, right. that's the story right. I want immediately. All right. All right. Thank you, Daryl. Have a good you night. Bet. Good home awaits those bobbleheads. Let me tell you, I got got space on the shelf. <laughs> yes, sir. We'll do it again tomorrow. Daryl Ryder, right there. Brought to you by Shopping Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. Can't imagine what that story is. All right, 216474 to below 92. How would the Browns' defense look against the Dolphins' offense? I want to hear from you guys. 216474 to below 92. We'll get to off the beaten path coming up at 10 o'clock. It's overtime with Jonathan Beetle in here with you on the fan.